0: So, Coach, just to uh, kind of put a, a bow on it, you know, you get 11 games into the season in that Notre Dame game. I mean, every game you played up to that point either won or came right down to it. So to get that far into the season and have that be the only game where, you know, things kind of got out of hand uh, in terms of a loss, is, is there a victory in that in a way that you played so many competitive games until finally, you know, somebody got you?
1: There's <laughs> no doubt that we're, we're more than satisfied with everything that's happened before, to this stage of the season. Uh, just disappointed that we couldn't get the underbelly to play with the upperclassmen. The upperclassmen in that game really did play well, but you you don't have anything to, to hang your hat on because there's so many younger guys, so many sophomores and freshmen that are involved in the success of this football season. And it was just disappointed to let, to see the young people, Act like young people, (laughs) which is what they're allowed to do, which is the reason why, you know, if you play freshmen, someone said for every freshman you play is going to be a loss on your season. I'm going to go back when this is all said and done and and see how many freshman starters we have uh, compared to how many losses. That's one of the old lines for football coaches. But I'm really happy with what the team's done. And uh, we're really looking forward to playing Boston College, our rival in the last game.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about the Eagles in a moment here. But you brought up the freshmen in that this is the time of year where they kind of become sophomores, right? And the sophomores become juniors. And now that you have that bowl game locked and you've got those extra practices to work with coming up. So, you know, all sights that are on Boston College at this point. But... When you're looking at these bowl game scenarios, do you just wait until you, you, they tell you where you're going and then go from there? Or do you kind of monitor, like, could we be going here, could we be going there kind of situation? You
1: know, I've, I've been at this
0: a long time, and I've,
1: I've been to a bunch of bowl games, and I've been down this road before. And the key is options. It's like just like in your life, and you have contracts, I have contracts, all you want is options. Give me options and, and then let me do my job. If we want a lot of options, the best thing that we can do is win. Don't worry about the bowl game. You want options, win. When you don't win, you have less options. So it, this is new to these guys. They haven't been in a bowl run before. They are now. And uh, I just we need to get back to basics and just let them understand that stay focused on the task on hand, being 1-0, and to finish out the season, have an opportunity to be 5-1 and in the second half of the season and have a better second half. Than we had first half,
0: which would be outstanding. And then let's see what happens after that. There's some notable injuries, of course, with Eric that we'll discuss here momentarily. But relatively speaking, how healthy are you going into this last game compared to the last couple seasons? We are better,
1: but we are on thin ice. I mean, it's, it's just going to be that way. And you're like, why does he keep saying the same thing? Well, if you don't want the truth, don't ask me the question. We're we're just not deep enough. We've got we we played defensively. We played without two starters in the Notre Dame game. Uh, Obviously, we lost Eric early, so that's three starters. And you know, we may or may not have those guys back, or we may or may not have the exact same amount of starters not playing this game, which I'm not going to talk about. It's just that part of the season when if you're playing the game the right way. And you're being physical about it. You're going to get sometimes it's it's bumps and bruises, and then sometimes it's a legitimate injury. And the one thing that I will never do is put a kid out there uh, when he's injured. If it's a bump and bruise, that's one thing. If he's injured, he's standing next to me because his overall life is more important than a football game.
0: How is Eric uh, handling the week going through things? Any more hot tub sessions? You can tell us about like how's he getting ready for Saturday because. You said it. If there's anybody that can get themselves ready for this game, if he's able and, and ready to go, it's Eric Dungey. You know, it's uh, I, no more hot tub sessions
1: because I don't have time after Sunday. So I've been in the in the room watching film with everybody else, trying to figure out how we want to do this. But uh, you know, he's he's moving around, but moving around and being able to function in daily life is different than being able to protect yourself on a football field. And every day he gets better. We're going to have to see where he's going. Where it's, we're going to need the entire week to figure out whether he's going to be able to play or not.
0: So if he can't play, you know, you've certainly gone through this. Tommy DeVito has played both in a backup situation and and, and elsewhere. It would be his first start if he did start this game. But he has gone through preparation at this point. It's second nature to him. What changes, though, when you've got to factor in what Tommy does versus what Eric does? How does the offensive line adjust, given one's maybe a little bit more mobile than the other? Or is there any adjustment at all? You're running the same offense, and it's just a matter of who's in there doing it. Well, I I think that there's always adjustments for certain quarterbacks, because two quarterbacks are never the same.
1: But the offense the offense is built where it can be flexible for different types of personalities, which really means the kids are really doing, they're not doing new stuff. They just may be doing something they haven't practiced as much as they have the other stuff based off of who's behind the center. So it's up to the team to adjust to a backup coming into the game, not the backup leading the guys that have been in the game to a win. So we will. uh, those guys will adjust to whoever's behind the center, and then we're going to need somebody to step up and take the pressure off of Tommy DeVito, so to speak, so he can just manage the game and everybody else can do the things they need to do so we can get a win.
0: Let me peek beyond those two. How are our Chance and Rex and everybody behind them getting ready? You know, the expression is next man up, and, you know, you don't want to go down that far down that line, but are they ready to step in if called upon? Well, right now we've got Clayton and, of course, and then Chance. Uh, Rex has moved to
1: tight end, H-back, so he's working at another position right now. Now, that being said... There's no I talked to Rex the other day in practice. Rex could come back to quarterback in a New York minute. He is so intelligent. He would know everything what to do. So we really do have an option with him. But we're gonna just wait and see. You know, it's it's very unusual to lose more than one quarterback. And uh if we if we if Eric can't go and and something happens to Tommy, we'll have to make a decision and based off the game we'll make the best decision that gives us the best
0: chance to win. Boston College, Coach, you brought up the other day that this is a team that they play that old-fashioned style, and they kind of, you look at the scores, you look at their style of play, they kind of make you play the way that they play, right? They're a very physical football team. You can't avoid that when you play a team like Boston College, and in particular, A.J. Dillon, their running back, who he's not 100%, he's got an ankle injury, but still had 116 yards, carried the ball 37 times last week. How do you prepare for a team like that knowing that you know, you're really going to have to match up with them physically but still do what you want to do? You know, I, I, how do I say this?
1: We're going to do what we do, but I, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm excited to see if we can match up with them. You know, I kind of see this as Thomas Hitman Hearns and, and, and Marvis, Marvin Hagler. I can still remember, was that, six or seven rounds of, of maybe the best fight I've ever seen in my life where everybody thought that one guy was going to dance and run around, and all they, sit, all they did was sit in there and throw bombs for six or seven rounds. I'm, I thought it went six or seven rounds, uh, but it was unbelievable. So
0: I'm kind of excited, and I might be crazy enough to just see if we can have one of those. When you've looked at this team, they've got the guy who leads the country in interceptions. You've got the guy who's right behind him at sixth place. There are a lot of ball hawks on the field, something to be wary of. Yeah, which is even
1: more reason to, to play it safe and to run the football, if able.
0: And one more thing, Coach, it is Thanksgiving week. Uh, how does the team kind of do that with Thanksgiving? I know some guys that are maybe a little close to home, maybe a couple hours away, can shoot home real quick and get mama's cooking a little bit. But for those that don't have the opportunity to do that, how does the team celebrate well, first of all, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Okay, same to you and everybody here. Of course, we uh, we practice today, and then
1: we'll turn around and have another practice at six twenty a.m. in the morning. After that practice, we'll let all the guys that are really close shoot home for mama's cooking. Everybody that uh, can't get home that quickly will either ride home with the with players to eat at their homes, or they'll be picked up by the coaches to come and eat at our homes. No one's going to be sitting in some dorm. Uh, all by themselves on Thanksgiving. We've got enough turkey and enough ham to go around in the city of Syracuse that we can guarantee some of these guys a good meal. Now, when it comes to the big guys, those old linemen, you need to divide those guys up. It's not fair to send five of those guys to one house because they'll just break the bank with the turkey and the <laughs> ham and stuff. You've got to divide those cats up. But everybody will have a nice, warm, home-cooked meal, and then we'll all get back together and get ready to go down to Boston.
0: What is the number one thing on your list you ask for seconds of at Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, this that's easy. I, I always go for the desserts.
1: They're too good to pass up. You've got to skip some of the meal so you can take the calories
0: on the dessert. Whole game plan involved there. you got to save room for it, absolutely. You've got to coordinate your eating. That's right. <laughs> it's like football. I have a game plan for Thanksgiving day. That's exactly right. Well, thanks, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Coach, good luck this Saturday. Thank you so much, Brent.